0: This is Mouth Media Network. Amplify and connect.
1: The following program is based on actual events. The names have been changed to protect the innocent, along with the locations, events, order of events, words, and entire story. Okay, basically, we made the whole thing up. So sue us. Actually, please don't. We blew our last time recording this promo. So that would be a waste of time. Unless you actually sued us... Then we did a story based on that actual event, made some money, then paid you. Then that program would be based on actual events. For now, this is Funny People Talking.
2: Hi, I'm Alice Chan, comedian and mom of two, and I'd rather be filing my husband's toenails on a Friday night while he's drunk and while I'm watching a documentary on Michael Jackson then listen to Funny People Talking
3: Well hello Everybody.
4: Well, hello. Welcome darling. to
3: funny people talking. Haha. <laughs> I don't know why are I'm you? talking like this. I don't even know who I am. It, I sound a little bit like uh, Rue McClanahan, maybe, but that's not what I was going for.
5: I saw her on Broadway, and Did I loved really? her. Really? Who are you? Are you I Mark Rako? I
3: don't know what I was. I was somewhere. I
5: saw her in Wicked. Anyway. Oh yeah!
3: Oh, somewhere between May West and Foghorn Leghorn, I think. But right.
5: your real name is Mark Rayco, and this it show is. is funny people talking. It is.
3: Thanks, Danielle Beckman. You're welcome. Hey, everybody! Welcome to the show. Glad to have you here with us. Also, our illustrious producer, Elsie. Hi. 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 Um, Elsie, give me a ranking on your mood at this moment from uh, uh,
2: giraffe
3: to lion.
5: Yeah. Because we can't.
2: Chupacabra.
3: I asked for that. See, we can't. I don't know what that means. I don't know if that's
5: between those. Correct.
4: It's a small animal that can eat a cow really fast. Are you hungry?
5: Kind of. Do you know what I like? Our capybaras. They're cool. In Australia, we
3: talked about that. We did. We did. They're cute. I love that. Okay. Anyway, by the way, uh, on the show also with us in the studio right now. Not later, not earlier, right now. Alice Chan. Yes, she deserves that applause. Alice Chan is not just a stand-up comedian. Uh, she is a humorist, I would say. And she's also a community builder, uh, I would say, arguably. And she is... I love that. Right?
2: Yeah. Wow, I you're th- giving me so much credit, Mark. Uh, well, this you know. great. I'm yeah.
3: setting the bar and <laughs> then you have to live up to it. And she, she does something uh, called uh, Bring Your Own Baby, Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're going to find out what the heck that is yeah. and what it has to do with comedy. Um, and, uh, as she mentioned earlier, she's the mother of two. I am. Uh, she's married. I am. And, uh, and that probably is a lot of fodder for comedy right there. Oh
0: yeah. And, <laughs> uh,
3: and so we're going to find out how she has blended comedy with being a mom in a very seamless way. Uh, and also using that to inspire and encourage others. Oh, so, so good, Alice. We're okay. glad you're here. Oh my god, so I almost happy. believed all that. No, I'm kidding,
0: I'm kidding. We'll
3: stick so, to the script, I know. So, anyway, uh, welcome to the show. Where we're gonna have a lot of fun. Uh, we're gonna play an improv game. Uh, we're going to talk cheese, and we're also going to talk about the outdoors. I understand, Ooh, the Daniel. outdoors, yes, 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 ye great.
5: Outdoors. And
3: in a little while, we will have Ye Old Nerd Tip,
5: yes, we will. Um, that's but, my segment, but oh, first, a question. Oh, yeah, Mark, a what's question. going through your head?
3: I noticed you have a very, very, very intensely, incredibly bright smile today. More than really should be humanly possible.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm
3: trying to understand how this could actually be humanly possible.
5: Well, I, I don't signed, see an black NDA, you
3: signed an NDA. <laughs> so I
5: can't really talk about it. But listen, I'm going to blow the NDA for this.
3: Okay. Thank you for that.
5: God, I hope I get hired after this. <laughs> okay. Um,.
3: You know, four out of five dentists say you will beep.
5: Disclaimer this is not a real thing. Okay. Um, (laughs)
3: Okay.
5: I today shot my very first Crest commercial. (gasps) You did. But I walked away with all the product I could want, including veneers.
4: And use it all. all And that's what you're
5: seeing. (laughs) Elsie, what do you think of my new teeth?
4: They're kind of big.
5: That's all you have to say?
4: Big and bright, big and bright, yeah. Okay.
5: I well, like that's a natural,
2: natural
4: yeah. shade of like it's not
2: completely white. They match your eyeballs.
5: Thank you. And, and I also got clear eyes, so my wow. eyeballs. You pressed didn't eyebrows. mix that up, did you? you no, didn't... I did not put clear eyes in my mouth, but maybe I did. But listen, I, uh, my teeth are the new me. I was gonna say something else and I forgot because Elsie really threw me off with her intense well, dislike. You
4: want honesty, right? And I will always be honest. With you. She will be honest. Trust I didn't I ask for honesty. I, I asked
5: what you like. thought, which is code for tell me you like it. I, I, like,
4: your old I like your teeth. <laughs> I like your
2: teeth. <laughs> I like your
4: giant teeth. <laughs> Thanks.
5: Did you get?
2: Did you have braces? They're so straight.
5: I yes, I did. Oh. I had braces at two interesting moments in my life. When I was seven and a half, I had the first round, which is quite young. Oh my. Mm-hmm then i had them again at the start of college why did you have them wow. twice um i had i've had a, i have a small mouth but a mature mouth mm-hmm. these are things my orthodontist tells me
2: i have a small, small but, but mature. mature mouth i also
5: have a tongue thrust and i swallow wrong i'm not kidding you can't write this stuff oh, this geez. is real my saliva pattern in my mouth is wrong but listen follow your dreams everyone who's listening because crest still hired me
3: and orthodontists don't rule your identity.
5: Yeah, take that Dr. Hilder's office.
3: Right, allegedly.
5: On in Mission Viejo, California. No, no, no. Damn I it. love Dr. Hilder's. If anyone yeah. is listening to Mission Viejo, go to him. Well, the it best. sounds
3: it sounds like he loves you too, because you bought not one, but two boats for him.
5: I know. It's <laughs> true. One was a yacht. Anyway, Mark, thanks for asking. You're and uh these veneers are doing me great.
3: I had braces too when I was a kid, and um I had to get uh four teeth pulled to get my braces.
5: I did too. Sounds like we have similar mouths. Mm. Small it small was, jaw? Uh
3: no, I just had two too yeah, many I, teeth. I don't know if I have too many teeth or too big teeth, or uh, maybe I do have a small jaw. Yeah. I, I don't have a giant mouth. Like yeah. I'm not one of those people who put like my, my fist in my mouth. Or anything, yeah, because I had you know, to get so. four
5: teeth pulled, and then also my wisdom teeth out. So like there was too much going on. It's out. funny you
3: and I have small mouths, and we just talk a, we whole just, yep, a lot. We just yeah, right? Yep. Um, it doesn't
5: go with our nickname, big mouths.
3: Um, did I ever tell you the story? And if I did, I will stop.
5: Okay, and, uh, I'll stop I'll you. Cut
3: it from the show. But did oh, I ever okay. tell you the story about uh, when I was having my teeth pulled the first time? He pulled three of them, and then he went to pull the last one. And as he pulled so I had Novocaine, right? You know, okay. with the needles. And I was like twelve or something like that. Aww. And he went to he went to pull pull my my tooth and I kinda went, Ah and he goes, well, so did you feel that? I said, Yeah. And he goes, Huh. Well, let me give you some more Novocaine. Oh,
0: he gave no. me the
3: Novocaine, put the needle and I kinda winced and then a couple of minutes went by. And he went to pull it again. And I go, Ah and he goes, You still feel it? He goes, Yeah He says it hurts. I said, Yeah. He goes, yeah, huh? He goes, Well, Maybe you just need a little bit more, so he gave me more Novocaine. Oh my god! And he went to pull it again, and I kind of winced. And he goes, "Oh no, oh huh, really?" He says, "Try one more time." So oh, he, put, he he put the needle in my mouth. I literally felt the needle go in. Oh. Okay, and I winced. And he goes, "Did you feel that?" I said, "You yeah, felt Jeez. the needle." I said, yeah. "He goes, Mark, I didn't even touch you. <gasps> You're." remembering the needle prick and inserting this in your mind and Whoa. like basically having a hallucination of the, of Whoa. the, it says, Whoa. you need to calm down. So being that this was the, um, let's Third. see, uh, the late seventies, oh, the I would 1920s. Say, um, he, oh, sorry. He, <laughs> what? he pulled out a Walkman and, <gasps> this uh, is great. and put it on my ears and I listened to whatever I, tears for fears or whatever. I don't know what was good for him. And then it was probably after that. Anyway, and he, and he went and helped another patient, and he came back and he he gently, as gently as you can, pulled the next bicuspid, and I somehow managed through it. And when I finished, um, a, a few months later I had to come back and have all my impacted wisdom teeth pulled.
5: Right. Hey, we had the same story. Right. We and had the so same story.
3: he took my mother aside and he said, "Mrs. Rako, I really would like to give your son Valium." <laughs> Uh, because that's the only way we're going to get through this. Oh so he did. And it might have been traumatic, but I didn't care. Yeah. Oh,
5: I had the best time on my volume at age did 17. You? Yeah. The wisdom teeth. The wisdom oh, teeth. Yeah. yeah. I that. Yep. I loved it. Was it was great. <laughs> I walked out. I looked at the clock yeah. and I was like, it's noon. And everyone was like, ma'am, it is 3 p.m. And wow. I was like, it's noon. I Wait, wait you clocks. walked out by yourself? You were supposed no, my to mom was there. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. But um, I said lots of crazy things, but didn't it, f-
2: it felt good because it didn't hurt? It didn't hurt, and you didn't even notice like time went by. No, yeah.
5: no.
0: Nobody
3: taped you and put you on YouTube like David at the, de- the dentist or whatever. That oh, the poor those kid.
5: No, but lucky, lucky, famous, viral children. I know. <laughs> I'm just
3: kidding. Um, I want their
5: viral money.
3: All right, uh, so maybe it's time to start the show. So, Daniel, Mark, yes, what? I
5: think. It's time to start the show, is my uh, smile okay. persuading you? Yes, it is. Great. You. Start the show.
1: From the Mouth Media Network studios in New York City, and from the same people who brought you Monkey Radio with Mark, this is Funny People Talking, with Mark Rako, Danielle Beckman, and Elsie.
3: Welcome to the show, everybody. Funny People Talking. We're here with Alice Chan, the great, the powerful Alice Chan. I don't know.
5: Wizard of Chan. Why
3: not?
2: I like powerful.
3: I'm going to set the bar high. Okay. And uh, (laughs) I'm so glad you're here. Uh, Before we go on, a quick piece of business. Um, Every time that we do this show, we try to make sure to pay our homage to the comedy gods, our uh with all due respect to alice our dream guest is tina Fey. uh whether in the studio a call in a drive-by we don't care uh and we pray to the comedy gods hoping that just by putting it out to the universe somehow some way this will connect with her and she in a weak moment will agree to join us uh so we will pray for a moment alice you are welcome to join us if you're so inclined yeah. Oh, come to God's. I'm going to do a rap. okay, Tina Fey. Tina Fey. Just
0: come on. Tina Fey. We, we need you here. We, we need you Tina Fey.
3: Tina Fey. Tina Fey. hey, hey, hey.
5: Amen. Take an Uber here. It's easy. Amen. Uber for. You. Thank you. All right. I felt that from you, Alice. Did you? I did. The Uber? I think. No, no, no. Mm. Your energy. Did you? I yeah, think she I might be the one I to think call it. This
3: could be it. Can you imagine? Like, this is the one that doesn't? You're like,
5: it's oh, like yeah. ring, Score! ring, ring. Yeah. Hello? Oh, hey. Not um, the right way for my phone, so that's okay.
3: <laughs> Miss uh, What's Danielle, going on, Mark? Um, I'm going to take a wild guess. You have a nice short nerd tip for us. Is today. it
5: short? Just
4: a tip.
5: Nerd tip. Ooh. <laughs> yes.
4: Or was that just a hint?
5: Um. Okay, no, today is more of the – it's sort of more of a conversation starter, I think, is of it? a nerd tip.
0: Okay, go ahead.
5: So I found this Venn diagram about – I actually found it on dictionary.com. And what is a, a Venn
0: diagram again? Well,
5: all three of you yeah. can look at it mm-hmm. right here, okay? Mm-hmm. And in the center, Mark, are you looking?
4: No, he's not. <laughs> yes,
5: I am. <laughs> um, so sorry, listeners, you can't see it, but I'll do my best to describe The three circles on the outside are intelligence, obsession, and social ineptitude. And they all intersect. Uh, The intersection of intelligence and social ineptitude is what one would call a dweeb. Between social ineptitude and obsession, one would call a dork. Mm -hmm. And between intelligence and obsession, one would call a geek. But where all three come together in the middle, the apex, if you will, is a nerd. And so I thought this was really fascinating. I love that someone really
3: thought about this.
5: Oh my gosh, it's it was it's, it's really exciting it's to fascinating, me actually. because I I, I, I love this. putting it in the way cuz you know you can say like Oh like I'm I'm such a tech geek. Like mm-hmm. I love I always get the new iPhone or whatever. So mm-hmm. a tech geek would be like geek is intelligence and obsession. And then maybe if you're like a little bit socially awkward and super smart and you love um you know comments. to you love numbers, numbers maybe you're a dweeb yeah you know so it's like this little thing but i love that obsession comes into play mm-hmm. because i recall a quote from my father from um uh i i've always been very passionate about a lot of things and so my dad once said he was like you know People who are obsessed with things are more interesting, Danielle. So you go ahead and just be obsessed with whatever you want to be obsessed with. And I was like, play it again, Sam. That's a good one. His name's Greg. But anyway, like it was just like it was one of those things where where obsession, to me, was never a bad thing. Of course, it can get wow. bad or unhealthy. But for me, I've always found obsession to be linked with passion because it's something that you you kind of want to excavate yeah. more, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, I was just going to ask, yeah. could it be uh, considered as passion? Because yes. obsession is something you want to do over and over and over again. I think passion is also, though, um, it's not... Um, As repetitive. I feel like obsession could be like just repetitive as long as you're doing it. But passion, you're actually putting some love
5: into it. Ooh, that makes sense. To feel
2: growth. Obsession, you could be obsessed, but you may not see growth. Right. And passion may
5: lead to growth. So, exactly. So, it's like one of those things where if you're a um, Star Trek geek, like you're literally obsessed with any movie that comes out and maybe you don't actually even care. Yeah. Like... You just watch. It, it, you all just of them. do it. Yeah, because all night, yeah, all day, exactly.
2: weekends, not
5: eat. Yeah, yeah. And even if there isn't growth per se, like it could be the same characters coming back, repeating the same thing. Yeah. You just love it so much; it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. So I think I think that's pretty fun. But I love that all three that's of them fun. come together at nerd. So I'd have to say, of these, the one that I don't really resonate with is social ineptitude, because I yeah. think I'm pretty socially um, capable. Uh, ept. trained. I'm yeah. pretty apt, and I think I have a strong emotional intelligence as well. I was just going to so. say your EQ
2: is pretty high.
5: Oh, can you tell? Yeah. Are you analyzing me, yes. uh, This is amazing.
2: in the first three seconds. Uh, yes. Why do we need to? And and it has nothing to do with your teeth.
5: Yourself. Oh my god, it has nothing to do with my large teeth. Nothing. Thank you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Which are at the intersection. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh <my laughs> I, mean, I don't even notice your teeth at this point. No. It's Thank just you. your EQ right now. Oh my it's just,
5: god. It's so good. Do you know what? Okay, yeah. I know
3: can you have, like, an Alice around all the time? I know. I'm like, fruit. can you be my
5: little coach? You know what? I might make people, like, throw up in their mouths a little bit for what I'm about to say, but it's super cute. So my boyfriend, who is just a delight, he always says the number one thing that he's attractive, attracted to and with me first and foremost, and even on our first date, was my brain. He's like, Aww. that is it for me. Like, your brain is so... Sexy a, and so awesome, nice. and so so was your deep response to that so I'm ugly? No, <laughs> my response was like, Oh my gosh, you're such that's so you. cute! Nice. So like, oh, I'm gonna sleep with you now. Let's get married. I'm and now we've been together for three and a half he years. He sounds more. amazing Aww.
2: because he appreciates your brain. Yeah, I know
5: he's a good guy. That's,
2: all yeah, inside, that's really lovely. That's
5: yeah nice. so good. He'll listen to this, it'll be great. You guys great. should get married. Well, yeah, it's um in the cards, okay. So, my, my emotional intelligence says it might happen. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's nice. I'm excited for you.
3: Yeah, he's a Congratulations, nice guy. Hey, Timothy. Um, shout out! You had mentioned before the show that you wanted to mention something about outside.
5: Oh yeah. Well, I guess I said outside is sort of like a general blanket okay. thing. But what I wanted to talk about was uh, where I went over Labor Day weekend, which Let's was talk. very much outside. Cool. And it was the Storm King Arts Center. <gasps> Have you been? Have you been? Have you no. been? No. Yeah. No. You've been? Yeah. 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 It's a great place Can that for be kids. shirt I love that. It's a great. That's from Night at the Roxbury. <laughs> do you know when they go? Yeah. yeah. Um. Wait. Yeah. Did you bring your kids? I went
2: with my ex ex boyfriend. Okay. And then um, never been back. But I do want to bring my kids. It's did you say it's, your ex
3: ex boyfriend? <laughs>
2: Yeah. I do the does same thing. Does that mean thing. you're with
3: him now or does that mean, what does that mean? <laughs>
2: you mean that X counters the other yeah. X? Oh, no, I I never you just trashed that so far
3: removed. He's,
2: oh, actually, he's my ex-boyfriend, not XX. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh.
5: I thought I had another one in between the I go and, XX as well. I, I like to say three X's he's, ago. He's one X oh, ago. Oh, okay, because
2: okay. yeah, I, I, I got that, married after that makes perfect that sense. Okay. Okay,
5: yeah. I get you. Yeah.
2: Okay. it was amazing it's it, amazing it's such a beautiful like grand huge space like just you can run around and like hide and sleep it's there it, all weekend
5: truly i know no one would know could.
2: did you do that yeah.
5: no okay i didn't I either did that. I, well guess what so this is what i found yeah. out when it gets dark there are no lights <gasps> in this so if anyone's listening look up storm king art center please go ahead um I went on the very last day that it was open till 8 p.m. Wow. So now they're only open till 5, but um or yeah, 5 or 6 because it gets when dark. It gets darker earlier, it's going to start getting darker yeah. earlier, but this is what the groundskeepers were saying. They were saying that absolutely no one even wants to stay oh after because of all the wild animals. Oh my. So it's like I don't know. I mean, there's definitely foxes. There's yeah. we okay, on one of the pathways we were walking and we constantly saw animal droppings. And we realized it was the wild geese. Oh, they literally flew all than. along the path, and we were like, "Here we are!" Mm. But anyway, if anyone is wondering what this is, it's essentially these absolutely large, hulking, larger than life sculptures. Um, some very, um, very modern. Some like one was of of the Buddha. Mm-hmm. You know, there was one like it was like a
2: huge gate or fence made with rocks. Do you see that it's just like piles of rocks
5: gorgeous I mean, yes is, yes did you see nuts. the mirror gate the one with the mirror i think so this was it's, like, yeah it's, seven a, years it's like ago. a reflection they may have changed some yeah, of the installations yeah. but anyway it it is like it's it's awe-inspiring mm. because it's so big yeah and there's nothing really like it i've ever seen yeah it. Honestly, it might be like the size of Disneyland, but the expanse yeah. that it it's... is. And so just to be out there and listening to like the orchestra of the 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 insects mm-hmm. in the deep grass and up in the trees was just mind blowing. Yeah. Like to get out of the city. And to get yeah, just,
2: just getting out of New York City to find something that vast and nature yes! and it's
5: it's like you breathe it's in a new way. This, yeah. So Mark, I think you should take your wife. I think y'all should. Oh, and go. have a picnic
2: there. Oh, oh my God, bring fun. your sandwiches
5: picnic. and cupcakes
2: and some wine.
5: Okay, so so Alice has the menu. Okay. 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 <laughs> this sounds awesome. Get there. Do you guys yeah. have a car? Propose again? No, but there's yeah, always
3: <laughs> there's always. Uh... We took
5: the train, to Beacon. Mm. Okay. For, uh, from Midtown, and then we we took a quick little Uber that's to fun. Storm King. Oh, that's, that's fun. It was delightful, yeah, and easy, yeah. without kids. So, like yeah, that. no kids. <laughs>
3: you know, it's amazing the things that are around that you can do we, over Labor Day. The thing we did, the yeah, day before the Sunday, we uh, uh, we my wife actually had to work on Labor Day, so I just worked. Mm. On it too. But on the Sunday, um, so I've, I've been in New York around twelve years,
0: mm-hmm.
3: and I had never until that Sunday walked across the Brooklyn Bridge.
2: Oh my gosh! I still haven't done that. You.
3: It you wanted to do it now. It know. was it was Labor Day weekend, so it was it's extremely crowded. crowded. So it was kind of slow. Mm-hmm. Okay. but I have to tell you, it was lovely. Isn't it was it great? really I enjoyed it. So we we walked to the Brooklyn across uh, the Brooklyn Bridge, and then we just walked our way down from the Brooklyn Bridge, which is I think Brooklyn Heights, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. on the cusp of Dumbo, and we walked down to Red Hook, and we stopped. Mm-hmm. So at you passed s- my house. Yeah, I guess. literally,
5: you you to do that, you have to pass my house. That's awesome. How dare you! I'm sorry. I you wasn't know, there. I was at Storm King. It's yeah. funny. <laughs> I
3: think there was a couple of, of places we looked that we said this is like where Danielle could live.
0: <laughs> we Get out we
5: here.
3: nailed it, and then um, and then uh, we stopped at this cool taco place, um, and, uh, and it was neat and
0: in they- Red
5: Hook.
3: No, where it was in it? Brooklyn Heights. It was oh, okay, it okay. was actually near the I got
5: it. I know where you're talking about. The
3: subway station. Mm-hmm. From, I
5: don't J Street Metro Tech. Yeah. Yep.
3: Um and then um and then we also stopped at Shake Shack. Oh yeah. <gasps> and my Shake Shack oh. story is that uh, we uh because I had gotten a Shake sometime before and made a donation to a charity and we, like no kids hungry, left hungry yeah. or something like that. And they give you a coupon code for a free shake oh and i wanted to have my wife try they have a definitely not a commercial for shake shack uh (laughs) i it but they have these black sesame or black sorry poppy seed Uh i guess it is or black seed i think uh, shakes and what happens is when i first got it i fully expect to be like vanilla shake that just had like little seeds in it that's kind of crunchy or whatever no, they mix it up, and it becomes almost like a mocha. It becomes oh, like, it's like coffee-ish mocha. Yeah. F- it's delicious. So I was like, oh. and on their little ad that for the donation, that's one of the shakes pictured. So I'm like, I'm golden. I got to nice it. Nice treat. Why not? So we waited in line, and we waited for it and everything like that. And then finally they're like, you know. I, I, They go, I get up, finally up to the counter, like, oh, you have to order it on the app. So, I'm oh. Like, oh, so I have to download the app. Oh, All man. Right. So fine. Download it on the app. Did it. I get on the app, and that's not one of the options that no. you can order. So I'm <laughs> like, you, mm. so I go up, and I'm, excuse, I am have to wait in line again. I get there, and they're like, uh, you, you know, this isn't on the, 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 and they go, well, that must mean that we're out of it. <gasps>
5: You're like, can you check the kitchen? <laughs> check well, the back.
3: What was really happening <laughs> oh my in God. my head, at least, was pretty much this message. Liar, liar, pants <laughs> on fire. Because because I, as much as I know that we are living in 21st century e-commerce and right. technology, <laughs> based on my knowledge of how that industry works, I find it relatively implausible. And if someone disagrees with me out there, I apologize. Maybe I'm uninformed. I find it unlikely that their inventory at shake shack
5: yeah is mm-hmm.
3: so closely yeah. tracked they could have run out it populated to <laughs> the app and removed it from the menu i find it very yeah. unlikely and so consequently i was very upset so we got stuck with a vanilla milkshake which i know you know uh yeah you know i hear you what do you call that first uh, first, first world problem problems. First world problem Right okay <laughs> Oh me Oh I only have a Vanilla milkshake So um, So I wrote To Shake Shack
5: Okay good Did you hear back
3: I Only, only <laughs> Yes I did I only wrote to them Not cause like I'm gonna shake The world up here Excuse the pun I'm gonna You know <laughs> Man I'm so angry It was just like I was like I'm okay If they didn't have it I'm not okay With someone By the way Oh I didn't mention The person at the counter nasty
2: really so mean she was really rude did you get her name
3: no nasty oh. girl so that was her name nasty, nasty girl. girl so i <laughs> went to shake shack online and i complained and they wrote me a very nice note back and i explained the situation i yeah. even told them i said i'm not worried i mean it's not like i was asking for something i yeah. just yeah. want to communicate because i know that managers want to know when things aren't working in their place yeah so how are they gonna know if we don't tell them and what do they do they gave me, a, I have to okay. say this was a little bit of a jip, but still, I mean, oh, they gave me a coupon for another
0: shake.
2: <laughs> well, you have to redeem in the app and it so, expires in two weeks.
3: It probably, <laughs> probably. Um, Two weeks from two weeks ago. Yeah. But but so um, we haven't yet had an opportunity to go try it, but... Um, it, I'm gonna sure make sure I'm gonna call ahead, and make sure that restaurant's got one. You
2: need to go back to that nasty girl and oh, go. I there's
3: want this. No shake. way, I'm going all the way down to Brooklyn. Just
5: no, to yeah, the, he doesn't live in Brooklyn. Okay, you could go to Midtown, and this is this is crazy serendipitous that you're you're talking about Shake Shack right now, yeah, because I have never had a shake from Shake Shack until this week. Just <gasps> this week I had my first Boom shake chocolate. from Shake Shack. And so there you go. Wow. I had it. I had a black and white. It was outstanding. Amazing. They're good shakes. I mean, I'm I'm from California, so I'm like the in and out sort yeah. of ice cream shaky kind of girl. But I had my first shake, shake, Shack shake. shake well,
3: wow. now I have a question. They're called Shake Shack. They're not called Burger Shack. They're called Shake Shack, which means shakes hypothetically are, are the front and center safe. item. My question, though, is how many people do you know that actually, save this specific example, how many people do you know go specifically to Shake Shack to go get a shake? No,
5: they get burgers. They go to get burgers. That's a really yeah. good observation. It's yeah.
3: interesting to me. That they, observation. Right? Mm-hmm.
2: But um, I think it's a better name than in and out
3: Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I'm well sad. yeah, well yeah, in and out like burgers they don't go to get an in and out, they go to get a
5: burger. But yeah. that's that's what their hamburgers all about. In and out. Oh, have you not heard their slogan? No. Oh my gosh. Ooh, is anyone here from California? No. It goes in and out, in and out. That's what a hamburger's all about. <laughs> Whatever happened to the... What does that
3: mean? You put it in and it goes out? No, it's <laughs> like
5: you go in... It's a Taco Bell
3: really.
0: It's
5: a Taco Bell uh, jingle. You guys. It's like, yeah, it's but like, it doesn't fast it like that. Because really they only anyways, have like it, five things on their menu. The service is fast. You're in and you're out. But it's like the quality is like through the roof amazing. Have any of you eaten there? Yes. Thank God. A month ago. Oh congrats. You were mm-hmm. in California? Yes.
2: But okay. I still love Shake Shack. I get you. It's more okay. they have more of a sizzle and moist and yeah. glistening uh, on their okay.
3: My question though is is Shake Shack worth the wait?
5: See, uh, they're not I've not, not seen, more not in more in than twenty three minutes. In and out Okay, sorry.
3: <laughs> Careful, you're gonna start mind paying mind for that jingle pretty mind soon. Mind. <laughs> Although they should pay us, right? Uh,
2: yeah, we just endorse like three products here.
3: All right, one oh one God. quick thing, and then an improv game, and then we're gonna get to. Alice. I
5: endorse Venn diagrams. I, yes, I, Mark.
3: I want. I want. I want to pay. <laughs> I want to play. Um, uh. The name we said that we were gonna call it, but it was something about fromage. Do you remember what I said?
5: Oh yeah. Uh, f- Some, no.
3: Something about fromage. Well, cheat the cheese. Maybe they'll call cheat it that. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's what we'll call it. Cheat the cheese. Fine. Cheese, cheat. cheese cheat. Cheese cheat because um, there are incredible cheeses out there that Elsie has not tried as mm. much of a foodie as she is. Mm-hmm. and But she's pretty good at sizing things up and having a good gut instinct, excuse the pun, about mm-hmm. food. Mm-hmm. So uh she does this with movie trailers and now mm. she's going to do it with cheese. Wow. So what I'd like to do is I would like to do an experiment here, if it's okay with you, Elsie, and give you the name of a cheese and a description that I found for the cheese, oh, yeah. and you would provide us a review oh, of the cheese. Is right. that okay? But don't it?
5: give too much away in the description I won't. because then she's gonna know. No.
3: All right, you ready? Yeah. All right. The first one is called Cashel Blue. Oh. And the description is: this decadent, chocolatey, and golden-hued Irish blue is the treasure. At the end of a rainbow. So what did you think of Cashel Blue?
4: It was delectable. Yeah? Yeah. Um, People who like the blue cheese and the bite will love it. But also the people who love the creaminess of a good cheese. It's a soft cheese. It's an aged cheese. Um, The chocolatiness, what they're referring to is some of the color in it. Um, but this is a really great cheese and, you know, you can, I, I would eat it without crackers. It doesn't need Oh,
5: that. really? Yeah. Right. It's
4: not I would, too yeah. pungent? No. Right. And, um, and, you know, pair it with your favorite beverage or not. It stands on its own. All right. Thank
3: you. Uh, next All up right. is boucheron cheese. I don't know if these are the correct pronunciations, just to be clear. And the description is fudgy and spreadable when warm. But with crumble capability, oh, the bell of the ball, but in
4: practical shoes. Oh, yeah, this one's a little bit of a conundrum for people because, uh, (laughs) (laughs) you know, it does it doesn't know where to go. It's got the crumble texture and it's got the fudgy texture and it's got the oh, you know, is it Mm hard? Is it hard? Is it soft? Is it going to crumble or is it? What's the name of this one again? Uh, Boucheron. yeah, so. and um, oh, so if you have texture problems, you're this is a stinker. <laughs>
0: <Okay>. Oh,
3: <laughs> next up, I'm never gonna pronounce this. Uh, a poise de bourgeois cheese, a oh. bourgeois cheese, a poise de bourgeois cheese, poise. I guess. and it's eggy custard oozes oh. and runs. A noble woman that initiates
4: will never forget. Oh, yeah. This one's hard for me, and that description's awful.
0: Oh, um, that oh.
4: like seriously, that that description is a turnoff. Like, who wants an eggy cheese? And to talk about like, yeah, um, yeah. But, but what did you think of it, Elsie? Well, that's the whole thing. Is that when I first read that, I didn't even want to try it because just like, eh. but um, I think it's worth trying. It's kind of it's kind of middle of the roadish but um to call it eggy and custardy i think is a little bit misleading
0: oh. it's
4: not like a oh. you know because people think egg custard like it's a dessert kind of thing or like you know the egg custard milkshake or the egg custard like yeah, in the in Chinatown they've mm. got those little egg tarts and stuff like that mm-hmm. so um disregard that description it's kind of crap
0: <laughs>
3: oh next okay. up, mehon reserva Earthy and familiar, with a nutty finish, dense, cheddary, uncomplicated, oh. chewy and dry—the beef jerky of Spanish cheese.
5: This sounds a little bit like Elsie. Sorry.
4: Oh, I am a beef jerky yeah. <laughs> You
5: um, sound uncomplicated tough. and
4: dense, and tough. uncomplicated, mm-hmm. but delightful. So, um, yeah, this cheese. Is something for the everyday guy or someone that just loves cheese in general. It, it go it's it's uncomplicated and um, it's got a good, nice firmness to it. But it's not a dry cheese. It's not a spreadable, creamy cheese. It's just middle of the road. You can make a grilled cheese sandwich with it. Oh, you can oh. eat, it, eat it on its own. Eat it on a cracker. It's it's good. Yeah. Um. And it's not like too anything. It's just a good. Stand by when you're hankering for a hunk of cheese. It's like a nice mild cheddar cheese. Yeah. I love a hunk.
3: A hunk of hunk, burning
0: cheese.
5: cheese.
3: Uh, last but not least, a Pecorino <gasps> Romano Pecorino. from De Bruno Brothers. And the description is firm and granular, yet glossy. Sheep's milk leap towards immortality.
4: Oh, you can't really go wrong with a Pecorino Romano. You just can't. It's again, you can eat it on its own, you can shave it, you can um, grate it, you can throw it on pasta, you can put it in uh, fondue, you can, you know, it's just, it's just good. You can't go wrong.
3: And that everybody is cheese cheat with Elsie. Thank you, Elsie. Wow. Sure. That was, I want some cheese now.
5: What was was it? Fresh fromage. Fixing for fromage. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't
3: remember. Who knows? It's a thing of the past. I don't
5: know, but I am ready for some Pecorino.
3: I know. That sounds good, doesn't it? Right? All right. Let's play a super fast improv game, and then we're going to move on. So this game is called What If. It's one of our favorite games. And
0: ooh. Ooh.
3: so the idea is we kind of go around. Uh, we'll, we'll play two rounds of this. Um, Maybe uh, uh, me and Danielle, you and Elsie, perhaps else. Uh, the idea is that we're doing a pitch uh, of uh, it can be anything: a movie, a TV show, radio show, advertising campaign. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And the idea is that you know the other person always seems to have just a little something that they like a little different. With the idea And they always mm. Like part of your idea But there's always Something they could tweak And sooner or later The idea becomes Something completely Different And I think you Get the hang of it As Danielle and I do it So <laughs> what we'd like to do Is we'd like to Have um, A Word Any word That will work into What the pitch is the about The
2: secret word Is so I Not secret offer that up. Pineapple
3: Pineapple Okay Okay, Danielle. I really appreciate you uh, seeing me today. Yes, I've
5: had a very busy day. I, yes, I, Mark. I,
3: I finally have the uh, pitch.
5: Great, give it to idea.
3: Me. The marketing campaign yes. for uh, the Pineapple Association. Mm-hmm.
5: Okay. Yeah, we're really going under, so we need it to be good.
3: Okay, so
5: nobody likes pineapples anymore. Mm-hmm. Everyone's on to melons.
3: That's right. So the idea is this. Yeah. You have a soccer team. It's going to be a women's soccer team.
5: I love it already. Because
3: that's really in right now. Yes. <laughs> and we're g- we we got to pay them a lot of money, though, because we don't want them saying we have paid them less than. We're
5: already going to file bankruptcy, so have whatever you want. Absolutely. Okay.
3: So what we're going to do is uh, mm-hmm. they're going to be kicking around a pineapple instead of Ooh. a soccer ball. But the, the great thing is, is as they kick it up in the air. Uh-huh. Every kick squirts juice out of the pineapple. And someone's running around. The referee is running around trying to catch the pineapple juice in a glass. And by the end of the play, right as they score
5: goal, uh-huh. his
3: glass is full.
5: Oh, okay. I love this. Actually, now, Actually, that's a pretty good commercial. That's actually really, really good. We're done here. Okay. Um, You know, but what if – okay, so I love this. I love this, um, but what if, like I said, you know, melons are a big competitor right now. So, what if um, the the pineapple team is playing against the cantaloupe team, and that what the what the cantaloupes are doing is they really just can't, can't hello, <laughs> right? So th- we're a yes, they're a can't. And there's a little bit more competition, and they just cannot get their glass filled. What do you think about that?
3: I think it's great, but <laughs> what I still think is, I think actually, in... well, do you
5: have a what if or what's going on? I'm getting there already. Oh well, geez, Jeez. I think I, I think that I can. What if we?
3: But what if we got away yes. from fruit altogether? What if fruit wasn't even really so? So really, what it becomes is there's yeah. there instead of melons, uh huh. There's no melons. Well, I hate
5: melons anyway. Keep going.
3: Great. No melons, no pineapple, no fruit, no food even. Uh Uh-huh. It's bowling balls. What if?
0: (gasps) (gasps) (laughs) How
3: how many stories do you think you can survive a fall from?
4: What? It's the name of the game. Elsie. Oh, get there. You can
3: play... Perfectly when it's your turn.
5: What if you push your producer out the window?
3: <laughs> so what if? Yeah. There was bowling balls instead of the fruit. Thank you.
5: Um. Mm-hmm. And and yes, as the all, EVP of marketing, I'm not sure how I feel about this. Keep but going. Wait, 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 wait. Okay.
3: But the soccer players. Yes. Could, it doesn't even have to be soccer. It could be any athletics at all. Mm-hmm. Are actually. Pineapples.
5: Okay, yes.
3: We've reversed roles. You see what I did
0: there.
5: (laughs) Yes. This is what I like. And you know what? What if...
3: It shows the strength of the pineapple, by the way, because it's a bowling ball.
5: Right. The pineapple is the bowling ball, is the soccer player. The women's soccer players are strength. Pineapples equal strength. And what if also the prickly pineapple represented the prickly legs of women and how we don't have to shave anymore (laughs) because F that, right? And so it's like... Women's liberation. What, what? And what if that becomes viral?
3: Wait, one more thing. What uh-huh. if you could partner with Lady Bick? Uh huh. And sort of do a dual marketing campaign. No, but we don't, want, smooth, Bick. we don't want We don't
5: want to shave.
3: We want to know how smooth pineapples really are.
5: Oh, so we pretty... shave a pineapple. Oh. Done. Shave
3: a pineapple.
5: Okay, I'm taking this to Jerry. Done. <laughs> Okay, I, my job deal. is saved.
3: Thank you. That Goodbye. was a little rocky, but generally... generally. <laughs> also, it was
5: long and windy. <laughs> yes, it but was. But it wasn't... No, it wasn't bad. It wasn't. Well, so,
3: Danielle, why don't you okay. give Alice a... Alice you got the and Elsie. Yes.
5: Okay, um, you get a word. Okay, give us a word. You get a word. Um, Okay. Uh, oh, oh, um, Cardstock. Alice, do you want to start a pitch? I'll pitch to Elsie. Okay. I yeah. have this really
2: good idea. All right. So um, it's about cardstock. And we're going to have all these kids dressed up as trees. We're going to go to a playground. And then they're all going to hold, like, a letter above their head. <laughs> and then all these teachers, they also come to the playground. Okay. And all the teachers are going to try to guess who is who behind these tree costumes. All right. And then the teachers are going to pick out, like, the letters that they like. So, like, A and E and all the vowels, obviously, are the better (laughs) letters. So, they pick out, like, seven, eight kids. I think there are eight vowels. So, eight of those kids are the best (laughs) cardstock. And then the rest of them don't get to play. And then those kids who have the vowels, Mm -hmm. they... Open up their costumes and they reveal themselves. They reveal, yeah. And they are the nerdiest kids <laughs> in the entire school. They're like dweebs, right. <laughs> and they're like obsessed okay. with like cardstock. Right. <laughs> they're dweebs. <laughs> they're obsessed. So,
4: so we're going for not just the advertising of cardstock, but showing that even if you're a nerd, you can succeed. Yes. All right. Aww. And that
2: you could be anybody. Yeah. All right. And you can be anything yeah, as long as you're obsessed
4: behind a tree.
0: Okay.
2: What if?
4: I'm not there yet. What if? We're not there yet. I'm behind a tree. No, you're, no yeah. you're cheating. And I'm the producer, so back off. Um, so, all right. What if?
3: Yeah, there it is. Yeah.
4: What if? We also bring in some dogs, (laughs) because dogs and trees, you know how that goes. Yeah. And it'll show you (laughs) that when the dogs don't choose those trees to do their business, (laughs) that the nerds have a superpower behind those trees. The dogs sense it. And so they're holding up the cardstock and the vowels and... Maybe even some consonants, you know, you gotta have consonants with L's. Otherwise, (laughs) otherwise, all you have is the I O, I O. -o -o." So you gotta have the consonants. And the dogs will show that you can't piss on people. Yeah, you can't piss on anybody. Yeah, it's so, it shows the (laughs) empowerment and, and, um, yeah, so, so what if we bring in the
2: dogs? I like the empowerment um, angle. Yeah. I think you're onto something. But what if we don't have anything living, like no kids and no dogs? Oh, so we're going to completely take yeah. out those factors. We we bring in rocks, like talking huh. rocks.
4: Wait, 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 wait. Talking rocks? Yeah, uh,
2: because uh. people don't respect rocks. They walk on them and
4: they. I know. they throw them. They make those stupid pet rock things they, where they glue googly eyes on them. Yeah. It's very disrespectful yeah. and silly. They don't yeah. feed them. They right. call
2: them my pet rock. Mm. Um, <laughs> they cost nothing. They make gravel out of rock. Yeah. Sometimes they make concrete out of melting rock. All right. Sheet
4: rock. Uh, yeah. Right. But what if we use those rocks as the paperweights on the cardstock? So it shows the value oh, of the rock. so good.
0: Value, Shows the value, empowerment,
4: value. Yeah, it could be anybody you want. Yeah, yeah. And um, so the cardstock is held down by the rock, and um, the slogan. What would? Um, oh gosh, what if the slogan were something like, uh, "Our cardstock is uh, solid like a rock." Solid like a rock. I like that. Yeah. Like a yeah. rock.
2: Cardstock mm. like a rock. rock and they and they rhyme and, and what if we throw in socks
4: on the rocks like hand puppets <laughs> yeah we put the socks over the rocks so so anyone that um, disparages in- the rocks we, we we hurl them through the sock like a weapon exactly, <laughs> exactly. you're you're thinking just like me <laughs> fantastic i think we got a deal i think this can go viral let's shake on it
2: let's do it
5: that was I love that one of my oh. favorite we're
2: thinking exactly the same
5: that was one of my favorite improvs we've had in like the last ten episodes. Good I loved that
2: solid like a
3: rock, outstanding well done, thank you for jumping in oh, Alice all right.
5: Great. you rocked my socks on you did. <laughs> Oh, see what she did there?
3: Great. Very that nice. So good great. job, everybody. Small well one. done. I that was a good it. episode. A uh, good round of what if. Well, the second part was, I guess. The first Yeah, it's we okay. We fun. It's okay. It's
5: fine. We're spastic energy. We are. Over we here. kind of are.
3: Uh, <laughs> we're going to take a quick break when we come back. It's going to be all about Alice Chan and all the things that she does in just a
1: moment. The artist Prince was once known as a symbol. If we were known as a symbol, it would probably be a smear of grape jelly. Or possibly banana pudding. Nope, grape jelly. Definitely grape. This is Funny People Talking.
3: All right, we're back with Alice Chan. That's Alice with a Y, by the way. I don't mean A-L-I-C-Y. I I mean A-L-Y-C-E, just to be clear.
5: A-L-I-C-E.
3: Yeah, what
5: do you say? It's A L Y C E. No, but you said, I know, but you said A L I C Y. -Y, That is correct.
3: That is exactly what I intended to say. Oh. I'm saying it's Alice with a Y, but not A L I C Y. It's A L Y C E.
5: We thought you were trying to say, this is all going to be cut, but I thought you were trying to say A L I C E. It's actually A L Y Y Y C E.
2: Of course it is. <laughs> yeah. But um, why? But why is that a consonant or a vowel? <laughs> it's, it's a vowel.
5: But it's cardstock.
4: That's <laughs> right. But what
2: um, if
5: I get it now. but,
4: but, so, but, Al- but what if? What if
3: <laughs> what if you were the producer? <laughs> yeah, but
4: that's not where we are. <laughs> uh, okay.
3: uh all kidding aside, Alice, uh we're so glad you're here. Um you're doing some really cool things and we're gonna talk about them. Um as we often do on the show, I like to start these conversations out by getting an idea of having you size up your path a little bit. And what I mean by that is in this case is, um, you're a mom, you're a wife, you're a comedian, you're a writer, you're, um, programming content, um, you're building community, you're doing a lot of different things and I'm I'm sure more things than that. Um, And, and just to be clear, to give some idea, um, Alice performs all over New York. She's been in some of the big names, Comedy saw Caroline's, Broadway Comedy Club, Stand Up New York. She's done The Knitting Factory. She also produces a monthly comedy show called Bring Your Own Baby for parents and anyone who wants to bring a baby for some comic relief. That is brilliant. We'll talk more about that. She also hosts a comedy show called The X-Files, EX-Files, mm-hmm. uh, which showcases in Brooklyn uh, it helps showcase the funniest comedians in the circuit, and it's mostly about talking about their ex-spouses. So it's a theme there and that's kind of cool. Um, you uh, are a resident comedian for a all-woman retreat called Renew Breakup Bootcamp, which has been featured in a lot of big things like Vogue and Good Morning America. But you also, I love this because this is very we don't see this usually. You curate artists and comedians for special charitable organizations. A new MC and, and stuff like that. So, so in my head, I see three basic things happening here. There is, I'm not going to disconnect being a mom and my comedy. They're going to be one and the same in a way you have some interest and focus on the idea of former relationships and how those can be funny. And then you do things to both bring people together and to help bring people up those are all connected but they're all very different things out of all of those things what do you think you're the most of
2: wow um thanks for the intro mark
3: and uh, most of it i just read off your (laughs) my
2: website (laughs) i need to update that yeah, um, I think, you know, th- I've been asked that because I try to dabble in a lot of things. And there are other things that I do, like photography on the side, graphic design, and I'm a brand marketer or whatever, mm-hmm. blah, okay. blah, blah. And I always f- come back to the comedy part. Yeah. Making people laugh.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I just like having a conversation with my friends or just like being with my kids and being like a goof or, mm-hmm. you know, like trying to relieve some stress over a conversation with a family member or, you know, like, I remember it was like one of a, a grim time. It was, uh, so we were at a hospital and someone really close to us was dying and a family member was like talking to me and I just kind of instinctually like did something funny. I don't know, maybe I did a funny dance or said something or made a face and the person laughed and I thought, is this an inappropriate time to do this? And she's like, thank God you're here. Like, this is yeah. what I needed. I was like, oh, wow. There is no inappropriate time to be funny. <laughs> like, you can yeah. be funny all the time. Mm-hmm. And maybe there's one or two times that it's not appropriate, you know, right. when someone's speaking at a funeral or, you know. Um, but When it's they,
5: respectful. Like respectful.
2: funny, but respectful. the room. Yeah. Exactly. You, you got to... Gauge. I mean, it takes a certain level of EQ, you know what I mean, Hey, hey.
5: <laughs> to kind yeah. of gauge the
2: room, assess, and see if humor works right now. Mm-hmm. And regardless, if it's a very light situation or a very grim and you know serious situation, mm-hmm. I think humor can be applied mm-hmm. if it's done well.
3: Well, it is interesting. Uh, sorry for interjecting, but I think about even like delivering a eulogy, oh yeah, uh, which I, I've had to do, and I don't know if anyone else here has had to do that. Interjecting humor into a eulogy seems so inappropriate and yet it may be what people need. So,
5: yeah, I think so needed.
3: And that moment, and I'm sorry for interjecting, but that that moment of, okay, I'm about to try the joke. Please let this work. Please <laughs> let this not backfire and upset everybody, you know. And then when it does work, then people go, Okay, it's okay to laugh. It's okay for someone to be funny, and then mm-hmm. it opens the doors. So you're right. It's that, you
2: know. Yeah, how do you, that's how the do you... same feeling I have when I go to a new open mic. I'm like, Oh my, oh my gosh. gosh, I'm, I'm going to oh, try yeah. this new joke for the first time. Yeah. And much like a funeral. Yeah. It's just like a funeral, you know. Yeah. Like people are, are there and they're not happy. And no. <laughs> they're not going to la- it's going to and they them off they and
3: realize they made dynamite.
5: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like where jokes go to die sometimes. So <laughs> maybe like a funeral, yeah. Yeah. Um this but is I true.
2: back to your question. I think it's um I always come back to comedy. I like
0: mm-hmm.
2: like like I've been uh, in corporate and you know, I I left a full-time corporate marketing job and I get asked to do a lot of photography and I'm quite good at it. That's awesome. But uh, when someone asks me to come on stage, yeah, I don't care how far it is. There's no pay, and I'm like, she's spending more money on an Uber pool. I'll do it. I'd rather do that. Like, I just love making people laugh. I just mm-hmm. there's something about the the art of humor and timing delivery. Uh-huh. It's like you don't have to have the right content. I think if you can time it and you and your delivery is spot on your content doesn't have to be like a 10 out of 10 it could be like a 7 out of 10 joke yeah. but you'll get like a 10 out of 10 response if it's done well
3: you wanted to make sure that we knew that you're a photographer that you're a brand marketer so no no it's okay but i'm saying you you felt a need and i don't question this that you need to make sure that we understood that there was that part of you too
0: yeah
3: how do you think if at all you <laughs> The fact that you have this funny bone, you have this sensitivity towards humor, maybe more than some other people do, or at least the ability to connect to it more aptly. Mm. Uh, How does that play into the work that you do as a photographer or as a marketer?
2: That's a very good question, because um, as a photographer, I work with kids like uh, toddlers and Mm -hmm. like sometimes, you know, eight, 10 year olds, and I use my humor to kind of let them feel more relaxed so and like fun. be my friend i'm not like some like big serious grown-up taking photos of you but i'm your friend and we're just gonna have fun so i feel like that brings a fun element into so cool. my job and that it doesn't feel like work for them mm-hmm. and we're kind of just playing and then i and then i'm able to capture mm. real authentic shots of the family interacting and engaging yeah. and and that's i think it, it also helps with my marketing it's all about um, relationships dealing with relationships. Um, not, not specifically towards the work, but the relationship when I'm working with a client,
5: mm-hmm.
2: uh, I think humor. Oh yeah. You know, humor helps a lot.
5: Yeah. yeah. And in past episodes, um, because obviously we talk about funny things here, mm-hmm. but in past episodes, I don't remember which one, but we've, we've talked about, it may have been, um, with our good friend. Oh, Matilda. Yeah. Uh, We had Matilda with a Y, just Mm. saying, but she – we were speaking about uh, how in corporate environments there's this facade Mm. that because we're all wearing heels Mm -hmm. and pantsuits and jackets that we need to be serious because we're all buttoned up Mm. Um, when those environments are so – needing that refreshment yeah. in the same way when you were in the hospital yeah. telling those jokes being around friends and family mm-hmm. it was like it's like you're you're quenching the thirst yeah. like the need for it so yeah.
2: that just brought me back to the days where i was like doing oh, yeah. like a corporate job going to midtown and mm-hmm. then wearing like this ill-fitting suit and I hate I hated dressing up for work. Wow. And like no one knew I was a comedian doing that at nights because I just didn't feel comfortable. It wasn't the right environment and I had to be a certain person. Mm -hmm. And that's when I knew like my job does not align with my personality. So that's why I'm not enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Totally. I resonate with that a lot.
3: So let's talk about the Baby, uh, bring your own baby.
5: Oh, my God. BYOB. Okay. Yeah. I would love to How know about How
3: did that happen?
5: Well, I was
2: like, after my first baby, I was kind of on hiatus. I didn't really do anything. How just, old are your children now? Just one so is uh, five and a half and the other one's two and a half. Okay. And uh, the first one, when I had him, I was just like focused on like trying to be like a good mom, perfect mom, bring him to sing-along classes, which I hate. And like puppet shows and um, just doing everything for my baby. And I kind of just left the comedy scene because I'm like, I don't have time. I'm too exhausted. I need to breastfeed. I Mm -hmm. need to wake up. So I had all these reasons not to go back to comedy. And I kept saying, I'll do it later, later, later. And then it wasn't until my second baby. Mm -hmm. And uh, I noticed that. I was like, you know what? I've kind of just, where did the last four and a half years go? Wow. Like, what have I been doing? I've just been, you know, I've done an odd job here and there, like photography. And I was like, I'm going to start getting back into comedy. So I started, like, going to neighborhood bars in Greenpoint, and I started, like, the X-Files, and I started going to more open mics networking again and it was really tough because I was like oh who are you again like there's all these new comics on the scene who's been doing it every single night like yeah. sometimes two four times a night Wow. and then I'm like you know what I'm just gonna no one's gonna put me on their show because I didn't I was just coming back into the game mm-hmm. and um, I'm gonna just produce my own show and put myself on the show Yes. but I have a baby to lug around so I'm gonna bring the baby and I'm gonna let everyone bring their babies <sighs> And then I thought, hey, you know, four and a half years ago, I was actually yearning to do some adult stuff, not these sing along classes. Yeah, you no know, offense to them, but I'm pretty sure moms and dads need a comic relief, and maybe they're too exhausted to go out at night to the comedy cellar or you know, to right, a big
5: right, nightclub or because those are later too. Club. Yeah, yeah,
2: later late night shows. They don't have the energy to do that. So I, I was thinking, morning comedy show, bring your baby. Um, people bring their babies to other events and why not a comedy show I'll make it short time it right so babies will nap after the show and I <laughs> I uh, pitched it to a local bookstore and oh, um they gave me a chance and said yes I asked all my friends to come I had four of my friends come and then three strangers that I didn't know and and now every month it's like sold out and um uh, Need to keep the numbers safe because when you think about, oh, there's like 18 adults coming, there's also 18 babies. Yeah, and I, I miscount sometimes. That's like almost 40 yeah. people, right? In a, in a little tiny basement, you know. Wow. And it's um, which bookstore do you think it's do it uh, in? the word bookstore in Greenpoint? Great, yeah,
5: Greenpoint so is babies, a place for comedy.
2: They could um, bring their toddlers, um, or you could just Wait, come by. Is that,
5: is that off the Nassau?
2: It's uh Stop. or Greenpoint is actually closer Greenpoint
5: Avenue is it is it across from the um the park the yes yes American park. Playground I was just there no you weren't uh huh I I did oh not see your show unfortunately right. but I was I popped in the bookstore <gasps> it's a, the corner bookstore
2: uh-huh. yeah they have two yep. levels
5: they also have evening
2: events for so fun yeah they have all sorts of events there.
5: Yeah, as Mark was um was saying about just I, I think like the the ingenuity of this idea of well, let's just go for it cuz what's yeah. more comedic than a baby either crying <laughs> or gurgling or... or heckling? Yeah, heckling yeah. you, right? So I want to know in your BYOB shows um does is is does the the material have to be sanitized? Like does it have to be rated G? That's such a good question.
2: Yeah. Um, I, I'm very careful when I select my comedians. I've usually have watched them and okay. I know their sense of humor and I pick a group of people that work really well um as a as a like a set like i'll have oh, cool. two moms curate it. yeah i curate it carefully that like, it's not all mom material okay. it's not all dad material because people get bored they want to hear other stuff i like okay. you know I, i'll have like a single person um a gay person uh-huh. that's uh, great uh, a person that doesn't know if he or she is gay or not yeah. yet um a dad or you know like so it's a mixture so it's diverse enough and and i tell them like if you really need to cuss and it it really makes a difference if it's going to make your joke like 25 percent better you are allowed to say one word (laughs) like the f Mm -hmm. word and you can say like the poop word Mm -hmm. right but if there is a toddler that is over two years old i would recommend that they don't
5: Okay, that's what I was wondering about the ages Yeah, the kids.
2: At first I was like, you know, in the beginning when I launched it, I said uh, babies only and you can use any language because I do tell the parents that there's going to be suggestive language Mm -hmm. because it's just standard material from the comedians. Right. And now it's like, now people are bringing toddlers, and I want to open that up to them. Because so your I,
5: audience is getting is growing with you.
2: Yeah. So their yeah. kids.
5: so are now growing. they're bringing oh,
2: their there siblings. You go.
5: Yeah, and so the it's like
2: c- happy meals. And <laughs> yeah, and that's and, and I don't have like vulgar comedians. Like I yeah. make sure that I don't have like dudes doing boner jokes. All and
5: the time. it's like the morning or afternoon yeah. too. Yeah, so those, those kind of comedians are home.
2: probably still hungover anyway. So what <laughs> yeah. kind
3: of, have you given any thought to or or, or figured out? what kind of humor tends to most hit new moms what they need in terms of the humor yeah
2: you know um just based off my um uh, instagram hmm. when i write something about uh making fun of my husband <laughs> they love that yeah. oh and, it, my. and it's like i'm sorry jimmy like it's it's not really about him. Sometimes, like, he'll say something funny, and then I'll make it into meme. And I'm like, whoa, women really are eating this up. You're like, it's for the yeah. numbers, babe. Yeah, I'm like, sorry, I got to And then my stand-up. Now, I, most of my jokes are about my husband.
5: Because it works. Well, your intro for this was about filing his toenails. That's oh, right. yeah, see, he's always so... on my mind. i about him <laughs> all the time. So, so how
3: does that happen? What's your process in terms of what, what I mean? Is it something your husband says something you go oh that's a good one and you like yeah. jot it down yeah. or or uh, it's
2: well when he's around i don't jot it down <laughs> but it's in my head and then when he leaves i'm like on my phone and just creating a meme.
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: does this create um a, uh, is your husband trigger shy about
2: what he says now or is uh he... no because he doesn't know he doesn't have a social media account
5: there you go he yeah. doesn't follow your instagram that's the trick he has
2: no idea what's going on with mom
5: coming. well just don't wow. listen have him listen to this podcast yeah he doesn't even know i'm here <laughs>
2: Should we create the the de- the husband version.
3: He he
2: he knows in general where I am because he has the kids.
3: Manhattan. Oh I my just, God, you know. Alice,
5: you are cracking
0: me up. <laughs> oh my God.
3: How do you think about jokes, um, <laughs> Alice? Like a, as you put together a joke, yeah. because you're not just going to go out there and say, "My husband said this," blah 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 blah, and the audience laughs. I mean, I'm sure it's clearly more complex. There's. Yeah. There's layers to it, and you figure out these things have to all go together. I don't want to ask you the the dumb, common question of what's your process, but how, how do you think about that? Mm-hmm. Like, how do you say, okay, I... Are you banking material and then you sit down one day and say, let me go through the material and see what still resonates with me? Are you furiously turning something into a joke the minute it happens? And, okay, that's another joke possible. Yeah. Like, how does it end up coming together?
2: Uh, so are you asking me what my process is? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I guess I am. But, but, uh, maybe but if Mark I will. Yeah. I'm looking for a different layer of it, I guess. Yeah. I'm, I, I, I don't want to know. I mean, you can say what your process is. But maybe I want to more know why that's your process.
2: Yeah. No, Um. I think it's changed uh, over time because I used to write jokes for the stage. And now I have to also – well, now I also write jokes that will fit within like a 1080 by 1080 pixel on Instagram. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And it has to be sh- quick and short enough that it reads well. Um. So I – sometimes it's something I've watched on TV and it triggers something that has – happened to me. And I'll write a few lines and see, okay, does this sound funny? And I just read it to myself to see if it's funny. And I usually have a sense like, yeah, that needs a little bit of work. And then I'll put it aside. And okay. sometimes my husband will do something or say something like two days ago, he asked, like, I don't have any clean underwear. And he's like running around, like, I can't believe I don't have any clean underwear. And then he looks at me, he goes like, do you have a system for the laundry? Like, <sighs> Insinuating, like, um, I should have an inventory count on his underwear. And I was like, system. And then I was like, oh, that's a good one. (laughs) And, like, he was lucky because I didn't, like, I didn't, like, tear him apart at that moment because I was ready to Oh, no, you saved it for an audience. Yeah. So I was like, wait a minute, system. He said the word system. And so I start, like, jotting in my head. And then he left to work, and then I had, like, maybe 20 different types of memes about the laundry and system. And <laughs> then I made a meme out of that. Um, so it's, it's like, every day what's being said to me and what my kids say to me, and then I'll bank it or, like, I will write something quick on my phone and then get back to yeah, it later. Fine.
3: What, what I, I'm sorry, I'm just not familiar with it. What kind of pictures do you use for the memes?
2: i don't oh like, i'll show Mark, i don't use show it. Are they're just you. the text just text because okay. i want the person who's reading it to translate it visually to her or himself gotcha yeah if i put a visual on it i feel like it's limiting but that's oh, just yeah. my style
4: like when you read a book your yeah. imagination does way more oh, than when you me? see it in a movie yeah there you go thank you
3: <laughs> I, Sounds don't know like a rock. I don't know if you would sn- 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 like Grabbed a whole stock bunch of pictures of your husband or something. and <laughs> <laughs> Random pictures. <laughs> that would be funny. Right? Um, so oh, what's funny to you?
2: Oh, yeah. um, just dry, sarcastic humor. Like people who don't try to be funny. Just naturally, they'll have like one or two things they say, and it's hilarious. It's just... Like, Seinfeld is funny to me. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Um,
3: You like people who save it up and save it up, and then there's just one...
2: Yeah, like, I don't like, like, big, like, look at me, look at me, or, or like...
5: Yeah, like, slapstick. Slapstick
2: humor, I can't do... um...
5: Now, I have a question, because I feel like you have this sensibility, this dry humor, uh, the sarcasm, Mm -hmm. wit edge type thing going so i feel like that's something when i first when i mean we've only been in the same room for less than an hour but i i think that i got that about you right away because i tend to do that do you ever Mm -hmm. have people ask you whether you're being earnest or not yes Okay, So I get yeah. that all the time. Do you? And all the time. And people are like, wait, was that sarcastic? Yeah. And I'm going, oh, no, sorry, that was genuine. Ah, yeah. I'm down like the hole of dry humor. Yeah. How do I get out? Yeah, um,
2: because like when I deliver, I'm using the same voice. The very same very intonation. Anonymous. Yeah. And like like people would say wait are you being for real like I can't tell if you're being real or not I'm like no I am I am see like that I can't I'm like no but I am I I no, I am being serious and they will go on I think
5: it's funny though that I think it is funny tell. when it first happened to me I was slightly offended yeah because I I thought what I'm I'm a very genuine person yeah. like how dare you not read my cues <laughs> but I but then I learned oh wow I think that my my innate Humor mm. is this sort of just like dry, whatever thing. Especially when I'm not thinking, when it just comes yeah, out and yeah. it's like the natural state. Right. But I got that about you, and yeah, I loved it's it's that. So natural,
2: it just yes. rolls off your tongue, and that's how I sound. And I've been, you know, people have. Like, I mean, when I first started, people were like, "Your tone is so monotonous. Like so you gotta put more energy into oh, it. No, it's like I love you no, gotta, monotonous. like you,
5: you gotta liven it up." So I'm like, but I don't do that. I don't <laughs> really like that type of person. No, there's a place for you just as much yeah. as there's a place for that yeah. clown. Yeah. You know?
3: <laughs> I look at someone like Stephen Wright, who made a career out of um monotone funny kind of. monotone, mm-hmm. but but funny, very funny, yeah. well-constructed yeah. bits. Yes. But he he did it entirely in monotone yeah. like yeah. this. And, 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 and it added so much humor yeah. because of what he was saying. He wrote for his yeah. voice.
5: It needed to be in you that tone. To. You couldn't exactly. deliver it. I think of Mitch anyway. Hedberg, too. I mean, he died way b- before his time. I was just thinking of him, yeah. Are you? Do you know his stuff?
3: Know. Oh, Mitch Hedberg. He, oh, he was so You got him.
5: put it in here, Mitch, read it in your phone later. Okay. He, he was kind of jokes about bananas. He,
3: he, he was like, he, to me at least, he was <laughs> a little bit like the Henny Youngman type Where it's like, it's a joke. He just like, it's like, I'm not saying he had the same style as Henny Youngman or those kinds of people. He literally had, or, um, uh, um, gosh, what's Uh, Rodney Dangerfield. Where Mm -hmm. Rodney Dangerfield just tells a joke. It's a boom, there's the joke. Then there's another joke. Mm Kaboom. And Mitch Hedberg, but the delivery was very straight. Yeah. And you almost go, wait, was that a joke? Oh. Right. It was. It's funny. and but my point is is that it relied like i like you couldn't have bill cosby type mm. stories no. telling a long no. monotone yeah, joke like that you have to have right cuz yeah. y- you're you're not weaving long stories right you're you're doing touch and goes with your camera right. right
2: yes right. another thing i like is like it's kind of like what you guys were doing with the what if game like okay. um norm mcdonald and uh, yes. Uh, Kevin Nealon from SNL they do like they go off on a tangent and it's sometimes really ridiculous over something really tiny yeah, and it's really brilliant Mm -hmm. like Norm Macdonald can make a joke about a sandwich and it's hilarious yes so I I love like ridiculous humor they just keep
5: keeping it but you're so
3: serious about it it's like you believe it It, it, it matters
5: yes that yes. is so good. Okay, to R.I.P. for Mitch Hedgeberg, yes. can I do one of his jokes? Sure. Mm-hmm. It's very short. Um, So he kind of talks like a stoner a little bit. And so one of my favorite Mitch jokes is when he said, my friend had a frozen banana, and he asked if I wanted a frozen banana. And I said no. But then I thought, and I turned to him, I said, Wait, but I want a regular banana later. So yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's it. <clears throat> oh, I like that. See? Like it's he's like so, so he's like, he was
3: great. He had another joke I remember that was something like, um
5: I want a regular Advil, banana
3: later. Advil has a candy coating. Oh yeah. Um it's delicious and it says right on the bottle, do not have more than two. of these, and he's like, well, don't put a candy coating on it then.
5: Yeah, (laughs) it's like like an M&M situation. (laughs) uh,
3: At least for me, I'd like to close on this point with you. Um, As you think across the humor that you've done, the things that you're doing for Bring Your Own Baby, the things you've done for your own stand-up, the things that maybe you've put on social media, whatever it is, what's a joke that you're You weren't sure it was going to work, but you decided to give it a try anyway, Mm. and it killed.
0: Oh,
2: wow. Um, I I did do one of my husband's jokes. Mm
5: -hmm. Is he Uh, a comedian? Oh, you mean like... Well, no. Okay, so this is the thing.
2: Sometimes (laughs) he'll ask me how my show went, because sometimes he's... He's not always at my show. And he's like... uh, Or he'll ask me to run some jokes by him. Okay. And I... (laughs) I do, and he'll try to, you know, revise it. Mm-hmm. And there was one joke. He's like, can you? Well, do- that's good, but what if you did this? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he would be a pro at this game. And he gave me a joke. He's like, do this one. Because we, I had this running joke that we aren't intimate at all. And he's like, do this one. Um, do you want to hear it?
3: Okay. Sure, yeah. He
0: goes,
2: oh, yeah. yeah it's a very short one.
3: No, we don't want to hear a comedian tell one of their <laughs> jokes.
2: Okay. I'm like, I don't want to do this one because it's, like, not really my humor. And he goes, no, it'll kill. Trust me. It's so good. And I'm like, okay. And he goes, just open with that and then follow up with your jokes about no sex with your husband. Okay. So I open with this when I start talking about my intimate uh, or non-intimate relationship with my husband. Um, (laughs) So my husband and I hardly get it on. You know, because we're so exhausted and tired and busy with kids. Yeah. I mean, like, we have sex maybe once in a blue ball. Oh, jeez. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> that gets a big laugh. Sometimes it does get a And then I'll come up, then I'll bring up my, my own Alice Chan jokes. Okay. okay. Yeah, but... And then I'll say, if people don't really get it, I'm like, it's okay. It's my husband's joke. I don't know what color his balls are.
0: i it. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, there you go. Great. So that's good. Uh-huh. You can yeah, follow up if you I you, follow save.
3: Up. you dig yourself out of that hole.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's oh, great. that's
3: great. <laughs> I wish we had another hour to go through this stuff, but I definitely want to take a moment to share how can people connect with you, go to Bring Your Own Baby, um, follow all the things you're doing, watch your
2: memes. All those things. Oh, great. Watch um, your memes. Look at your memes. Yeah. Read my memes. Yes. Yeah. M- um, meme it up. Yeah. Or you can follow me on Instagram at momcomnyc. And um, my all my information's there. If you want to come to bring your own baby, you don't have to bring your own baby. You can bring a baby or you can be a baby, but you can just enjoy a show. It's every second Thursday of every month at the Word Bookstore in Greenpoint that's awesome
5: yeah yay very
3: nice well um congratulations i really admire the different way you're doing this um it 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 isn't crazy off the map but it is your way
0: Mm -hmm. and i
3: I dig that so much thank you very much for sharing so much of yourself uh, with us all right we're gonna take a quick break and everybody follow alice Go follow her and stalk her. Yeah. Like crazy.
5: Yeah. Be obsessed with her like me. I'm such a nerd. I'm such a geek for (laughs) Alice. All right,
3: right after this right after this is the end of the show, which means it's time for end of show food with Elsie. We'll be right back.
1: Connect with the show at Mouth Media Network or at our website, funnypeopletalking.com. And please, for the love of all that is holy, subscribe to the show and leave us a damn review and a really, really good rating on iTunes. Pretty please? Thank you.
3: Elsie, it's time for something and you're in charge of it. You know what it is?
5: Do you know what it's called?
0: It's, end of
3: show food. It is. It's end of show food. End of show food. Yes,
0: uh, and that is where. And I've got food. Elsie is. uh. Uh like clever. It, it's you know.
3: Elsie <laughs> uh, uh, looks everywhere for cool things for us to taste. We never know what it's going to be. It could be exotic. It could be a snack. It could be jerky. It could be a drink. It could be chocolate. It could be a cookie. It could be. You never know what it's going to be.
4: Except that it's food.
3: Except that it's food. (laughs) So uh, the rule is that she'll tell us what it is. Then when she says we may, then we try it. And then the key is that we rank it or rate it on a scale of chickens. Whatever number of chickens you want your ranking scale to be, that's what it will be. And uh, we'll figure out how much we love it and if we get a pass or fail grade, I guess. So, uh, Elsie.
4: Yeah. So. What do you got? Today's snack food. D O S
5: F.
3: Is. <gasps> oh! Oreo.
5: Oh, You're yes. all really
4: excited. Marshmallow Moon.
0: Yeah. Marshmallow
4: moon. This is the Alice 50th really anniversary really happy right now. <laughs> uh, Moon Landing oh. Oreo. It's a limited edition. What? The pack glows in the dark.
0: <gasps> Let's really? turn off the light. Can turn off the light? <sighs> there's,
4: there's, there are stickers in the back that glow. Here. here so we? uh, let, we're going to do two photos okay. for our website or whatever we got so that you can see the stickers that are supposed to glow. Okay. Lights off. All right. Look. It's glowing. See? Wow. That's just from a little so phone weird. flashlight cool. action.
3: All right, so uh, we're going to taste these when Elsie says go, and we will rate them. This is a nice one. I mean, I haven't tasted yeah. it yet, but it's Oreos. How it can it go wrong?
4: And they look yeah. kind of purple.
3: And I'm sorry, what's the flavor again? Moon. The flavor?
4: Moon landing. They taste like moon.
3: Marshmallow. <laughs> oh, marshmallow.
4: <laughs> oh, thanks. Oh,
2: marshmallow. Oh, I'm so happy. Oh, hey,
5: wow. Bu- 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 Have so we ever had Oreos on the show? Thank you. <gasps> We did. We had the carrot cake ones.
3: Oh yeah.
5: Okay, these smell like normal Oreos. Mm-hmm.
3: They, they smell like the, no,
5: they
4: have the marshmallow. They have a marshmallow going. You're yeah, yeah, right, slightly, they do. Slightly, though, actually. they're okay. gray right, like the moon. So wait, hold up. Oh, okay. where's your phone? Ah, ah
3: They're ah. gray like the moon. I'm
5: gonna ah. put the f- flashlight on it while we. This is very hard to hold and not eat. I
4: know. Oh yeah, there's a moon
5: on the picture on the front.
4: Oh cool. Oh you guys, yeah. this is this so goes cute. with moons there's again.
3: A, there's a little. No, they're all different.
4: Let there's a spaceman,
5: see. an astronaut, I there's a, a shuttle. Moon. They're all These different. Are so cute. I'm taking a picture. I play Dungeons and Dragons, and my character on one of the shows is called Bryn Moonbrook, and she just got a letter from someone yesterday, and the seal had a moon on it just like this. So I right. think it's meant to be. Is. So are we ready to In be? my nerd life. Are we eating? It? Okay, here we so, go. go. No.
4: One, two, three, go.
0: Oh
5: yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm.
3: To wow. me mm. the filling mm. m- reminds me of mm. Neko wafers.
5: I'm getting lucky charms. Mm. Um, it's
2: like um texture of a chewing gum, but you can swallow it yeah. and not worry about it. Mm-hmm. It's was like, was this bubblegum? And you're like, mm, it you
0: hmm I did actually
2: swallow it. And that's like the cream marshmallow, hybrid the marshmallow thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. These aren't bad. I think I like these better than the than Earth regular ones. Oreos. Yeah.
3: Yeah, me too. Nice. Well done, Elsie. Yeah. Well um, so mm. basically to me, these what well, how would you define the taste? Marshmallow. Mm.
5: Yeah, it is. It's like a Lucky Charm. moon flavor, moon gum.
3: Yeah,
5: (laughs) I love that. So,
3: how many chickens, Danielle?
5: Mm. Sorry,
3: I got you when you're drinking.
5: Oh, I'm hitting the bottle hard. Oh yeah. (laughs) Um, I'm probably gonna have seven more. So, um, I'm yet again going for a perfect score. Perfect
3: score! Wow. Perfect score. So I'm gonna
5: give, um, one. I'm gonna give. You know what I'm gonna give? I'm gonna give pie out of pie chickens. Wow, three point one four one five repeating. Pie. Wow, out of pie.
3: What about you, Alice? How many chickens and what's your rating?
2: Um, I'm I'm not like nerdy like Danielle. <laughs> I'm, and I'm not good in math. Okay. Um, you don't have to be good at math to do pie out of pie. <laughs> I'm terrible though. I don't even know what that means. Um, I'm just gonna say seven hundred eighty-two chickens out, out of. of Out of 782? No, out of 781.
4: Oh, so it exceeded. Yeah.
0: Nice.
4: Very good. That's the
5: first time we've ever had that. uh,
4: uh, Elsie? 72 out of 72. Beautiful.
5: Yes. Elsie, I'm sorry. That light, I can't. Oh, sorry. I'm going to give you I have um, light sensitivity.
3: 50 out of 50 for the 50th anniversary of the moon landing. Oh.
5: Uh Oh. Wait and didn't I? Oh no, this was a different episode. I talked about Neil Armstrong. How oh, yeah. crazy is that? All so right.
4: much moon. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> get we gonna... out of here.
5: There's just a lot of moons. Um, they had the 50th
2: anniversary showing at the. It was in one of the Irvington, mm. Irvington Hudson.
0: Oh, planetarium. Cool. Yeah, it's a okay.
2: planetarium. They we watched the, the 50th show. Like That's cool.
4: Very, very. Should cool. Should we try to do the glow in the dark sticker thing?
3: Again? Yeah. Well, let's let's finish up the show and then we'll stickers we'll do it.
4: Glow in the dark. Important. I know. Important. Well,
3: I want to say uh, thank you very much, Elsie, for a great, yeah. great special snack. And yeah, um, yeah. and thank you. thank you, Alice, so much for being here. We really appreciate all your time thank and you. uh, sharing some of your journey with us and lots of humor and insights. So uh, good luck on the continuation of your journey. Oh,
0: thank May you, you do yes.
3: comedy on the moon. oh
0: thanks. Um, yeah.
3: That's it for this episode of Funny People Talking for our illustrious, very purple, and uh, very Elsie-like Elsie LC producer, Elsie. Um, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so for Elsie?
4: I don't know what you're talking
3: about. Okay. Danielle.
4: <laughs> Bye
5: for my big teeth. <laughs>
4: I guess I hit a nerve there. Sorry. <laughs> I, what?
0: I love but my veneers. They're All the veneers. They're veneers. Like Oreos
5: oh, no. with Thanks for listening, guys.
3: I'm Mark Rako. We really appreciate you listening and we'll see you next week. Until then, stay funny. Ha Bye bye.
1: Don't give us that look. We know exactly what we're doing. And we're totally aware it might not be entirely legal. In 19 states. This is Funny People Talking. Copyright 2019. No portion of the content may be reproduced or published without the strict written permission of the producers. Connect with our show at, at Mouth Media Network or at our website, funnypeopletalking.com. I'm your announcer, Peter Coleman. Thanks for listening.
0: This is Mouth Media Network. Amplify and connect.